Makuta Sikha is Khalik Tazvav, Parsha Khaisara Sikha Gimel, a summary of the Sikha. In this week's Parsha, we're told that uh, Eliezer brought Rivka home from where she was, and he brought her to Yitzchak. And Yitzchak brought her into the tent of Sarah, his mother, and she became his wife. So Rashi quotes from the, from the Pasuk the words, to the tent of Sarah, his mother, and he explains. He brought her into the tent. And it turns out that she is just like his mother. In other words, um, she became similar to his mother. What, that as long, in what way did he see that? Because as long as Sarah was alive, the candle burned from Erev Shabbos to Erev Shabbos, and there was a blessing that was found in the, in the, in the food, in the dough. And there was a cloud that was suspended over the tent. But when Sarah died, all these had stopped. And when, when Rivka came, they all came back. So Rashi explains, he brought her into the tent. And behold, it is the tent of his mother. So how does Rashi know all this? So the Mepharshim say, because it says, to the well-known tent. If the simple meaning of the, of the verse meant he brought her into the tent of Sarah, his mother. In other words, that Sarah Imai is an adjective that describes which tent it is. Whose tent did he bring her into? Sarah's tent. Then it should have said, Oyala Sarah Imai. He brought her into the tent of Sarah, his mother. But Ha'ayala, the well-known tent, how, why does it say that over here? So that's why Rashi says, he brought her into the tent. Whose tent? His tent. And now it became the tent of his mother. It, well, it changed into a sorrow-like tent. That's how they, they explained it. But then the question is, why does Rashi also quote the word imai? It should have said, to the tent of sorrow. Why is it important that it's his mother? He shouldn't have... Uh, so therefore, that, that leaves a question. Also another question... Um, why does Rashi give you three miracles? There are three miracles associated with making it into Sarah's tent. How does Rashi know there were three miracles from Shudash Mikra? In fact, how do you know there were miracles at all? Maybe it just means he saw that she behaved like, like his mother, and therefore he knew that, it was, that she was similar to his mother. How does he know that there were miracles altogether? Another interesting thing is that in the Medrash from which Rashi takes it in Bereshus Rabbah, in fact, he he points us to that medrash. Over there it says a fourth thing as well. It says that it was similar to Sarah's tent also because the doors were wide open to receive guests. But Rashi doesn't mention that, that similarity. Why does he leave that one out? And all of this seems to be coming from Shutush Mikra. It's the, the, the Pasuk itself seems to tell us about these three details, these three miracles. Where do we know all this from? From Shutush Mikra. So the answer, the explanation is Rashi's difficulty is with all three words why do we need to be told all these three words any of them and that's why he quotes all three the, what the Pasuk is trying to tell us is that uh, Yitzchak brought Rivka Eliezer presented Rivka he brought her to him and he married her so why does it have to say that he brought her into the tent of Sarah his mother or the tent that became like Sarah's mother. Why is it necessary to say this? If the point is that he, uh, Yitzchak brought her to him and married her. That's what it should have said. Why does it say anything more than that? Therefore, Rashi says, that may, means 
that what the, the words are explaining something here. In fact, what they're explaining is Yitzchak, Yitzchak brought her to him. He had to make the decision, should he marry her? Eliezer presented her, gave all kinds of beautiful stories about the miracles that happened, how uh, she was so attentive to his needs and the needs of his people and the needs of the camels. Such a kind girl. And that perhaps could have been convincing to Yitzchak, but Yitzchak said, well, I don't know yet. When he brought her into the tent, and he saw that the tent was transformed into the tent like his mother Sarah, that's when the Torah says, and he married her, and she was his wife. In other words, the words, Ha'ayel Sarah Imai, explain to us, why did Yitzchak marry her? What convinced her to marry her? And since these are the things that convinced Yitzchak to marry her, so we have to say that there was something so extraordinary about this, that it supersedes the great miracles that happened to Eliezer. Eliezer told a fantastic story about what happened, and why he thinks that she's the right girl for him. Yet Yitzchak wasn't convinced. Only after seeing that the tent was transformed into his mother's tent, mother-like tent, that's when he decided to marry her. So what could that be? There's got to be something even greater than Eliezer's story. That's why Rashi says... There were three miracles that happened which convinced Yitzchak that this was the right person for him. What are they? The words themselves teach us what they are. The first word is Ha'oyle. He brought her into the tent. What makes a tent be the known, well-known tent? So we know that already. It says by, uh, that when Avram Avinu was going to the Akedah with Yitzchak and he, he saw the place where he's supposed to end up from far. Hamakim, the place. What makes it outstanding is the place, the well-known place. Rashi tells us there, there was a cloud suspended over Har Maria. So he knew, oh, that must be the place. There's a cloud suspended over it. So therefore, when it says here, Ha'ayala, it also must mean there was a cloud suspended over the tent. The next word is Sarah. There was a miracle associated with the word Sarah. What is personal and particular to Sarah. So we know by the story of when the Malachim came to Avraham Avinu and he was in pain, but yet he chose to do all the work that was needed to be done to prepare the food and to serve the food. He did it himself. He ran to the to bring the cattle to Shechtim in order to prepare food for them and he did everything himself. Except for one thing. When it came to the uh, uh, Avraham Avinu rushed to the tent of Sarah and he said quickly prepare, take flour prepare dough and make bake breads in other words that even though he wanted to do everything but when it comes to dough and making dough and bread that's Sarah's department that's particular to her so when it says that Sarah a miracle associated with personally Sarah that must mean a blessing in the Isa in the dough that's particular to Sarah what miracle do we know from the word Imai, his mother? Every child knows that in the home there's one thing that is always done by the mother. Lighting Shabbos candles. That's always the mother. And even though it's true that any woman can light Shabbos candles and young girls could also light Shabbos candles, but not every child has a sister of the age to light Shabbos candles. So therefore, what's always present in the home 
with Hashem's help, is that the mother is the one that lights Shabbos candles. So the mi- miracle associated with the word imai is associated with the, the miracle of the candles be- burning by Erev Shabbos, Erev Shabbos. And it was therefore these three miracles that he saw when, when he brought her into the tent that it was transformed into something extraordinary just like his Sarah's mother that's what convinced him to marry her so we know the miracles but one question still remains how does, how does Rashi know that the, the lights lasted from one week to the next week it, if it lasted 24 hours it would also be a miracle so how does Rashi know that detail so Rashi tells you that particular detail is not apparent from the Pshutosh Mikra that's because it's in Bereshis Rabbah for that detail you need to know that it's the Medrash that tells us that that's how long it lasted but according to this explanation we have to understand why Rashi reverses the order in which the Medrash brings the three miracles the Medrash says that it first starts with the cloud over the tent then goes on to the blessing in the dough and then goes on to the miracle of the candles Rashi reverses the order. In fact, according to this explanation that we just gave, that it came, comes from Ha'oyel Imai, it would the order of the Medrash makes much more sense. The first thing Ha'oyel is the cloud. The second thing Sarah is the dough. The third thing is the candle. And Rashi reverses the order. Why does he reverse it? The explanation is that since, we, as we understand from this, uh, the way the Rebbe explains it that this, these are the three things that convinced Yitzchak that he should marry Rivka. So obviously the things that convinced him would have been spiritual things. That's what he was interested in. So we, now we understand the order that Rashi says. The first thing was, he looked at how is Rivka, does she measure up to his mother? in righteousness and sitkis as a tzaddikis and so on the first thing is in the way she performs mitzvahs the first so therefore Rashi says she lit the candles and she had such an impact by doing that mitzvah that it lasted the whole week the next thing that he or, says okay let's see what she does her activities what does she do what impact does it have so he says the same thing when she makes when she prepares food there's a blessing in the food that's directly related to her um, her personal involvement the things she does also have a similarity to his mother the third thing is something which is unrelated to what she did the cloud that was over the, the tent is not something that she did she brought she did something to make it happen it's just something that was a byproduct of who she was therefore the order in importance to Yitzchak would have been the mitzvah that she does, other things that she does, and then what happens around her. So that explains the Rashi, to see some other extraordinary things that come out from this Rashi. Now that we understand that the, these mitzvahs, these miracles, sorry, these miracles were the things which convinced Yitzchak to marry her. So therefore it means that, that Rivka lit Shabbos candles before she got married as well. It was only after Yitzchak saw that when she lit the candles it lasted all week then he knew that he has to marry her so in other words she lit candles before she got married in fact we know that Rivka was three years old at the time so before she got married at the age of three she was already lighting candles 
And although it's likely that Avram Avinu must have lit candles himself, if Sarah passed away, so he must have been lighting candles. And even though Avram was lighting candles, and he has the mitzvah to light candles, yet Rivka still lit candles there. Which means that even though the mother is lighting candles, the daughter at the age of three, starting from the age of three, should still be lighting candles. Another fascinating thing we see is, certainly as we said, Avram Avinu must have been lighting candles himself. Yet, when he lit candles, they didn't last the whole week. Only when Sarah lit candles or Rivka later lit candles did it last a whole week. Even though Avram had the, great, uh, had the mitzvah even more than Rivka. Even though Avram was a great tzaddik who was, you know, had worked for 137 years at that time and yet his lighting candles did not have that impact. So we see that it's specifically the women that had this kind of power to be able to bring about that kind of transformation. And even though today, obviously, only by Sarah and Rivka do we see a physical manifestation of the light lasting the whole week, but it's true for every uh, Jewish woman, the daughters of Sarah, Rivka, Rehobaleah, that they too bring about a, at least a spiritual transformation that the light in their home is transformed for the entire week. You walk into that home, you know that a Jewish woman lit candles in this home uh, on Friday night. In fact, there's another extraordinary thing. We know that we find that Chazal give a special attention and recognition to the Torah that is studied by young children because their breath is free of sin. In a similar way, we can also understand that when a young girl lights Shabbos candles, her hand is a hand that is free of sin. So her lighting candles has even a greater impact and more importance even than adults lighting candles. And although this could be said about any mitzvah that is done by any young child, that uh, you know it's the sinless, uh, the mitzvah of a sinless person, but it's more it's more specific to lighting candles. What is the reason? that it's Tafka Sarah and the woman's candles which transformed the home from, for the whole week and Avram Avinu couldn't accomplish that. The reason is because the man's job is to go out there and bring wheat, as it says in the Gemara. The man brings home wheat, he works and he earns and he brings home wheat. It's the woman's job to transform that wheat into a, to make it into an edible food, something that is fit for human consumption, for Adam which in a, in a spiritual sense means that the husband, his avayda is more outwardly um, directed. A woman is called Kudav Her place is the honor of a woman is to be in the home, to transform the home. That's her role in life. And the transformation means making it fit for Adam, means the Adam Elyon, the, the man above, meaning Hashem, that she transforms the home into a place that is fitting for Hashem. And therefore, the illumination in the home, it's her responsibility, and therefore much more, when she does it, it has a much greater impact. When Avram Avinu would have lit, lit candles, the home is not his direct responsibility, so it lasts for whatever it lasts. But because she, this is her mission, therefore when she does it, it illuminates for the entire week. And that's why the candles express the specific role and the transformation that occurs through women. And that's why doing it when it's young children that do it, it has a special significance in its purity as well in regards to women.
Our sages tell us that the three things which uh, were, were, tra- were transformed in this Rashi, that Rashi talks about, associate also with the three mitzvahs that are particular to Jewish women. The first one is, as Rashi says, Ner Shabbos, which is the candles that the women, specific to the women, Chala, the Isa, the, the mitzvah of Chala, which is also specific to a woman, and the family purity, the mitzvah of Mikveh, which is specific to family purity. That's the three mitzvahs. Those are the th- three things in which the tent became different like Sarah's mother, which explains also the order that Rashi tells them. The first mitzvah that a woman uh, encounters is when she's three years old, she begins to light candles. Later, when she gets a little older, she begins to get involved in the workings in the kitchen, so she also does the mitzvah of challah. And when she gets married, then she gets involved in the mitzvah of family purity, and that's the order that the uh, Rashi lists them.